Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Hopefully you are feeling all ready for holidays coming up. They're they're here. It's basically Christmas, right? Uh, hopefully you're ready. I am almost ready. Just waiting on a couple more things to be delivered. I have a tiny bit more shopping, but nothing that I'm worried about. So I do have wrapping to do. Lots of wrapping, but I enjoy it. So it's a good excuse for me to lock myself in my room and watch a movie and just wrap my little heart out. So I'm going to do that probably next week, actually. My kids are done with school for the break on Friday and I usually they I feel like they get out of school like with just a couple days or a day before Christmas Eve but this year they're out a whole week before Christmas which I'm looking forward to I feel like there's all these things that we want to do um and now I think we have the time we haven't made gingerbread houses yet or gone to see the lights and there's tons of Christmas movies we want to watch so we'll have that whole week before Christmas to just do all of those things and I'm excited about that. I do want to try to get everything done before they're out of school. Not everything but you know like all the shopping and the little things like that so that when they are out of school then I can just enjoy doing some little Christmas things with them. So that's my plan. That's what I'm working towards and hopefully things are going well for you. Uh, We don't have a ton of Disney news, just a little bit, and then I'm going to talk all about my experience with Disney Genie Plus. I was able to try it out last week, I think. I Yes, it was last week. And get a feel for how it's going to work and if I think it's worth it, and there's a little bit of strategy involved to using it, and so I'm going to talk all about that, and hopefully it will give you a better idea If you are thinking that you would like to add it to your next vacation, hopefully it will give you an idea if it will work for you or if you want to add it, if it's the expense would be valuable for you, things like that. So I'll talk about that in a few minutes, but first let's talk about some Disney news. Disneyland announced that they are for a limited time offering people the option to rent Mickey's house in Toontown. When I saw this headline, I was like, what? Tell me more. So for a limited time, you can rent out Mickey's house in Toontown for your party or event. During this 90-minute gathering at Mickey's house for up to 10 guests, you and your loved ones can take a group photo with Mickey and receive complimentary downloads of Disney's PhotoPass digital photos taken during the event, decorate cupcakes, participate in hands-on crafts and games designed to delight little ones and grown-ups alike, Get quicker entry to Gadget's Go Coaster at the end of your celebration, and PhotoPass is included. So the experience takes place January 19th through March 6th, and then they're closing Toontown for the big refurbishment that's going to last an entire year. The cost of the experience is $350 per group, and you can have up to 10 people in your group. So basically it's $35 a person for 95 minutes to hang out at Mickey's house, decorate cupcakes, play some games, take some pictures, and ride Gadget's Go Coaster without having to wait in the line. 
I think it sounds amazing. I would love, love, love to do it. I don't have any kids to take with me, so it'll all be just adults. So I don't know how that would work out. They have like coloring pages and crafts for just a group of adults. I don't know. I'd color a Mickey coloring page in Mickey's house. I don't know how it would work, but I think it would be so fun. I would like to try to put a group together and go and give it a shot. I assume that it's going to be very, very popular because honestly, it's pretty reasonably priced. The admission into the park is not included, but if you're already there, you're planning on visiting during that time and your child's having a birthday, this would be such a fun way to celebrate their birthday um, or any other event. So there's no word on when you can make your reservation, but I imagine it will be soon and you'll be able to make it on the Disneyland website. So if you're interested in that, keep a sharp eye on the Disneyland website. I will announce as soon as I hear it on my Instagram stories too. So sounds fun to me. I would love to give it a try. Does anybody want to be in my group? I need nine more people to come and have a party at Mickey's house. Oh, it sounds so fun. Before we jump into all things Genie Plus, I want to tell you I am doing a little giveaway for you, for my podcast listeners. So I'm going to give away a Disney-inspired candle from Morton Co. Candle Company. They're my favorite Disney candles because they're affordable. I've looked at so many different shops and they are so expensive, but these candles are affordable and they smell amazing. They have all these different scents. They have one inspired by Haunted Mansion and one inspired by Pirates of the Caribbean and they have one inspired by Flight of Passage at Disney World, and they have a Main Street Bakery one and a Dole Whip one. So many different scents. I love them all. And if you win, you can browse their website, tell me which one you want, and I will buy it for you and send it right to your house. So in order to enter, all you have to do is rate and review my podcast. And then I will pick somebody from the recent reviews and send them a candle. Now, I honestly expect to only get like three to five people entering this contest so if you enter chances are you will probably win your chances are really really high so go and rate and review my podcast and you're entered to win the candle I would appreciate it so much that's how people find me if I don't get ratings and reviews then nobody sees my podcast and that helps me grow so I really appreciate it so much if you would do that for me you guys are the very best. Hopefully you're done with your holiday shopping. If you're not, I have a gift guide that might be helpful for you. Fun Disney gifts. I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. Most of them you can find on Amazon or Etsy. I love Etsy because I love supporting small businesses, but Amazon has really fast shipping and at this point you might need something quick. So check that out. There's lots of great ideas on there if you're looking for Disney-inspired gifts. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And if you want my opinion on the very, very best Disney-inspired gift, it would be a vacation. So if you're still looking for the perfect gift for your family or just a little something extra that would be fun to surprise them with, consider gifting a Disney vacation. Because honestly, you can get your kids all the toys in the world and they will break them and lose them and forget about them in 15 minutes but the memories that you make on a vacation 
last forever. Uh, my husband and I decided years and years ago that we would rather not have the very nicest things. We would rather not drive the very nicest cars and always have the, you know, latest phones and all the latest technology and all those things, all the latest and greatest. We'd rather put our money into traveling and giving our kids experiences and creating memories with them. So that's what we've focused on for the last, I don't know, 15 years. And we've been able to go some amazing places and do some amazing things. And the memories are way better than anything that they've ever unwrapped on Christmas morning. So just my two cents. If you're looking for the perfect gift, a vacation might be a great idea. And if you're looking for a Disney vacation, then you're going to want to check out my partners at Getaway Today. They always have the very best prices. They're always discounted off the gate price and they have great deals like buy four days, get the fifth free or adults at kid prices. They're always doing something amazing and their hotels, they have got great prices on hotels you can usually find something like, you know, stay four nights, get the third free. They've got really great deals. Plus, I love staying in a nice hotel that's close. It doesn't have to be like fancy nice, but like a decent hotel. And I like to be close and I love reading all of the reviews on the Getaway Today website. So you can like find the perfect hotel. If you have questions about the perfect hotel, let me know because I might be able to answer them. I've stayed at a lot of hotels around Disneyland and I do have my favorites. So I'll put a link to my friends at Getaway Today in the show notes so you can check them out, but consider it. It might be something that your family would love. We are actually doing that for our family this year for Christmas. Kids don't know it yet, but we're surprising them with a vacation in January that I'm really excited about. So they're going to be excited too. I can't wait. Christmas morning is going to be fun. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll jump right into all things Genie Plus. I'm excited to share my experience with you. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. Okay, let's get into it. So beginning December 8th, Disneyland launched Genie Plus. It's been up and running at Disney World since October. Um, so I've been able to kind of get an idea of how it works a little bit just from watching people at Disney World. It actually launched the day after I left Disney World when I was there in October. I couldn't believe that I missed it by one day. It was pretty annoying, but I got to be there within the first, the day after it launched at Disneyland and try it out. So I guess that makes up for it. I'd rather use it at Disneyland anyway. So there's two parts to the Disney Genie system. One part is free and it's included with your Disneyland app. And then the other part is an additional $20 per person per day. And the paid version is called the Disney Genie Plus. So when you have Disney Genie Plus, when you pay the extra $20, then it allows you to enter certain attractions through the Lightning Lane, which is basically the old FastPass Lane. They've just renamed it. So if you were familiar with the FastPass or MaxPass system at Disneyland, 
you're going to be entering the same way through the lightning lane. So there's also an a la carte lightning lane option for the very most popular attractions. And what this means is you can pay an additional fee to enter the lightning lane on these attractions and get to the front of the line faster. So they're not, um, the ones that have a paid lightning lane option are not included in the Genie Plus. So you can't ride them with your Genie Plus, you can only ride them standby or with your lightning lane. So we're gonna talk about that in a few minutes. We'll talk about it more. It's confusing the way they've worded it. I don't know why they couldn't have named it something different, but they didn't. So it's just a little confusing, but once you get it, then you're like, okay, I understand. But it is a little confusing at first to understand. So the whole genie, Disney genie system does seem a little overwhelming, but once you get into it and kind of see how it works and play with it a little bit, then it's pretty easy, I thought. I thought it was very user-friendly for the most part. The paid portion was, at least. The free version I had some problems with. So I'll talk about that, too. So let's talk about the free version first, the Disney Genie. So it's complimentary. It's automatically on your Disneyland app, and the Disney Genie gives you recommendations tailored to your specific interest and then it creates an itinerary for you based on the information that you gave it. So when you first open up the Disney Genie on your app it'll say um, please select I think it's eight or nine attractions that you're most interested in experiencing today and so you can select the ones that you want. Then you can go in and it'll say things like what else do you want to focus on today? Do you want to focus on princesses or pirates? And they have all these other different options or like entertainment. So you can select those things and then it calibrates for you and comes up with an itinerary of suggested activities. Now, I don't know if this is meant to follow in order because if you tried to follow it in order, you wouldn't do anything that was on your list. It's kind of it's kind of funny. So when you're in the app, then you have a My Day tab. So when you're in the Disney Genie, then it says there's a little tab that says My Day, and that's where you'll find all of Disney Genie's free recommendations for you for your day and any plans that you have made, including like dining reservations, and that will update throughout the day, in theory to help you make the most of your visit. So it sounds amazing. I was actually really excited about this free version. Um, but when I tested it out, it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. And I'd been following it for at Walt Disney World and people were saying how complicated it was to use and it had become sort of a joke over at Disney World. Like people would put in all the rides that they wanted to experience and it would send them to none of them and just recommend attractions that had very low wait times or experiences, entertainment that had very low wait times and people weren't actually experiencing anything that was on their list for the day they were just following genie 
and it wasn't taking them anywhere they actually wanted to go. So I've seen some people who have followed just the Disney genie and they have accomplished maybe one or two things that they told genie was the most important to them in the whole day and the rest they've just been bouncing around the park doing things that weren't even important to them or on their list because that's what genie recommended. So it seems like the free version is kind of designed to draw you to less crowded areas of the park. So if, you know, like there's no wait time at Buzz Lightyear, it'll recommend that you go ride Buzz Lightyear right now. Even though Buzz Lightyear wasn't even on your list, that's what it's going to tell you that you should go do. Um, So if people are following this, I think they might be a little disappointed at the end of the day when they realize they didn't get to ride anything that they wanted to or that the wait times are actually longer now because they waited to ride Space Mountain until, you know, 4 p.m. instead of riding it earlier in the day. So I would use this. I think there's valuable things with the free version, but use it wisely. Like be smart about it and don't, if there's something on there that you don't want to do or that's not on your list at all, skip it. Don't do everything that they tell you to do. Um, I did run into some problems because when I first got to Disneyland, I arrived at I think 1.30 or 2 p.m. Um, I had a park hopper and the first park of the day was California Adventure. But because I was park hopping, I didn't need to check in at California Adventure because it was after 1 p.m. So I just went straight over to Disneyland. And when I got there, then I opened up the app, you know, I scanned my ticket, opened up the free Disney version and it would not update to Disneyland. It just kept kept showing me all these things in California Adventure that were of no use to me at all. And I was like, but I'm at Disneyland. I scanned my ticket. It should know that I'm at Disneyland and I have a park hopper and change over to Disneyland, but it would not. So I talked to cast members about it, like the guest service cast members. I'm like, how do I make this work? Like I really spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to switch it over so it was at Disneyland and nobody knew. They could not figure it out either. There didn't seem to be an option. So I'm sure that's just a little glitch that they'll get fixed, but it was kind of annoying. Like really, nobody thought of this park hopping. It should just work automatically, but it did not. So that was a little annoying. So I couldn't even try out the free version until the next day. Um, and I feel like it should it should have been easier to use. So I hope they update it in the future and make it easier to use and make it so they, you know, you actually include attractions that you told them you wanted to ride on your My Day list. That would be helpful. That doesn't seem like a lot to ask, does it? Um, I'm going to be doing more testing on this. I have all these plans to go back to Disneyland and test, you know, like Genie Plus versus no Genie, like the free version and standby line versus Genie Plus and all kinds of stuff. But right now, um, I think that my free itinerary is still a really great option for people who are looking to avoid the long lines so print that out before you go and follow that especially in the morning and that will get you on way more line way more attractions with less time waiting in line than the free version at least for now but i'm going to keep testing and see how it goes 
All right, now Genie Plus is the paid upgrade that gives you access to the Lightning Lane on select attractions throughout Disneyland and California Adventure. So when you purchase Genie Plus, you don't automatically get front of the line access to all the rides, just select attractions. If you have already purchased your ticket, you can add Genie Plus at any time um, using the app once you've scanned your ticket in. So once you're in the park, you can get on the app. It makes it very easy to add Genie Plus. You can add it and you're good to go. If you are purchasing your tickets now and you know you want Genie Plus, then you can add it to your ticket purchase at the time that you're purchasing it. Whether you're purchasing it through Disneyland or Getaway Today, you can add Genie Plus. I don't recommend this option because it's the same price whether you add it on per day while you're in the parks or if you add it on to every single day. You know, if you're going five days and you add it to all five days, it's still 20 extra dollars per person per day. And what if you go there and you don't like it? What if you're like, this is not worth it to me. I should have saved that money. There's no refunds on Genie Plus. So you're just out that money. So I suggest not adding it to your ticket. Just going, giving it a try. If you're interested, see how you like it. If you love it and you're like, this is the best thing in the whole world, then you can add it the next day and then you'll know for your next visit, I for sure want this. But a lot of people aren't loving it. So I would hate for you to add it to your ticket before your visit and then wish that you hadn't and not be able to get the money back for that. So that's my suggestion. Just add it as you go along, at least to start out, at least till you've tried it out and seen how it works and see if it's worth it for you and your family. Okay, so back to the Lightning Lane. So when you have your Genie, Disney Genie Plus, then you can make a selection using the app and you can kind of essentially make a reservation for that ride. So when I got there, I was like, I would like to ride on Space Mountain. So I had Genie Plus, I opened it up. It said Space Mountain was available like right then. So I clicked on make a reservation. It doesn't say make a reservation, but I clicked on Space Mountain it told me I could arrive anytime between the time I made it and an hour. You have an hour to make your Lightning Lane reservation. I'm just going to call it a reservation for lack of a better word. So I went over there. I scanned it. They put me right into the Lightning Lane, which helped me bypass the standby line. And then I got on Space Mountain and was able to ride it. As soon as you scan your lightning lane you are eligible for the next one so make sure you're paying attention to that you don't want to wait four hours and be like oh shoot we forgot to make another lightning lane reservation um right now all i've from what i've seen um they haven't been super far out i don't know if that will change in the future but when i was there and from what i've heard from other people right now when you select your lightning lanes um, they are usually available right then or within an hour. It's not like they are pushed all the way out till 6 p.m. and it's only, you know, 9 a.m. So they seem pretty quick. You seem to be able to make your lightning rain reservations fairly quickly. One thing that's throwing people off is you can only use the Genie Plus to make a lightning reservation for each attraction one time per day. So after I used my lightning lane for Space Mountain, I couldn't make another lightning lane reservation for Space Mountain again. 
That one was over. If I wanted to ride Space Mountain again, I needed to do it standby. So you can only use the Lightning Lane with Genie Plus once per day per attraction. Does that make sense? Um, that is different than Fast Pass or Max Pass. In the past, you were able to ride them as many times as you wanted the same attraction using the Max Pass or the Fast Pass, but this is different. That's the biggest change between the two. Um, a lot of people are annoyed by this and upset that you're not able to use it over and over again. And it is a little annoying, but at the same time, the old Max Pass and Fast Pass lines used to be very long. I mean, usually they were about 15, maybe 20 minutes shorter than the standby line, but you still ended up waiting quite a while. It's not like you walked right up and were on the ride. And that's not the case with Lightning Lane either. It depends on the attractions. Oops. Some of them I did walk right up and was able to get on immediately. Some of them they kind of just put me in line ahead of everybody else, but I still ended up waiting, you know, 10-ish, 15 minutes or so. So it kind of depends on the attraction. But because you're limited to only using it once per day, it makes the lightning lanes faster for the most part, which I really appreciate. Like if you're going to have a lightning lane and be able to get on quicker, that's valuable, right? Um... And I feel like it's more valuable than the Fast Pass or the Max Pass because of the time that you are saving. Now, you're not able to do it twice, but you waited way less time than you did with the old system. Does that make sense? So you're still waiting, but it's less than it used to be, in my opinion, which makes it more valuable. And the only reason it's less is because people can't book them over and over and over again throughout the day. So I, I don't know, maybe they'll change it in the future. I guess we'll just have to see how it works out. But I didn't mind only being able to use the lightning lane once per day. I think it's what makes the lightning lane valuable. It contributes to the shorter wait times for the lightning lane. Now there is some strategy to using the Genie Plus. Um, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But first I want to talk about the extras that come with your... Disney Genie. You get PhotoPass, which is amazing. I love, love, love PhotoPass. That means you can download um, all of the photos taken on rides and all of the photographs taken by the Disney photographers throughout the park. So when we were there on our last trip, I purchased PhotoPass and I made my kids and family stand in every single line. We Every time we saw a photographer, we took a picture and I loved it. Those are my favorite souvenirs. So I think that adding the photo pass is really valuable. I enjoy that. I'm glad that that's included in Genie Plus. I wonder if that will make the lines for the photographers longer though. That remains to be seen. We will find out. You also get um, Audio Tales, which is an Imagineering field guide, an audio version. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to a museum and you get the little handheld device and it's gives you information while you walk through the museum. That's what this is like. So through the app, you can discover the parks in interesting new ways and listen to behind the scenes insights and stories during your visit. So I tried this out a few times. I thought it was a great idea and I liked it. I wanted to know all of the information that they were telling me, but I found it hard to use because usually when I was wanting to use it, I was in line and it's kind of loud in the lines a lot of times and I could not hear 
what the app was saying. So I would hold it up to my ear, but then they had like videos and then I was missing the videos. So I thought it worked, but it would have worked better if I had headphones. So I liked it. I just, I don't know what I would change about it. Maybe I was wishing I had my headphones so I could actually listen to it better. But if you were, you know, with your family and you were trying to listen to it in line with everybody on one device, I don't know that you would be able to do it. It would just be too quiet. So I think it's a great idea. I just don't know how many people will actually be able to take full advantage of it. Okay, let's talk about what is included with like what lightning lanes are included with Genie Plus. So there's two ways to get into a lightning lane. You can either use Genie Plus on select attractions or you can pay to go in the lightning lane on other attractions. This is where it gets a little confusing. So let's talk about that some more. So here are the rides from Disneyland and California Adventure that come with your Genie Plus purchase. There's Autopia, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Buzz Lightyear, Haunted Mansion, Indiana Jones, It's a Small World, Matterhorn, Millennium Falcon, Roger Rabbit, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Star Tours at Disneyland. At California Adventure, there's Goofy Sky School, Grizzly River Run, Guardians of the Galaxy, Incredicoaster, Monsters, Inc., Soarin' Around the World, and Toy Story Midway Mania. So there are 19 attractions that are included. And if you have Genie Plus, you can make your reservation and enter the lightning lane on these attractions once per day. Not once per, per, once per attraction per day, like we talked about. Now, there are individual lightning lane entrances for select rides. If you noticed um, on the list, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance didn't make the Genie Plus list. Neither did Radiator Springs Racers or Web Slingers. And those are the three most popular attractions at Disneyland right now. So they're not included in Genie Plus. So the only way to ride them is the standby line. That is an option. I have a lot of people sending me messages feeling very frustrated because they are not understanding that they can ride standby. So the standby line is an option or if you want to, you can opt to pay for a lightning lane entrance for two attractions per day. So if you're at Disneyland and you were dying to ride Rise of the Resistance, then you could wait in the standby line or you could pay and enter the lightning lane. So you can get on the app, see how much it costs. The price varies throughout the day and depending on how popular the ride is. So since it launched, then Rise of the Resistance has been $20, which is expensive. But everyone says they get you right, right to the front of the line. So that's pretty amazing too. So you could ride Rise of the Resistance. And then if you hopped over to California Adventures, Radiator Springs Racers have a paid lightning lane and also Web Slingers. Those ones are have been cheaper. So they're anyway between between anywhere between seven and twenty dollars. They just fluctuate. Although I haven't seen um Radiator Springs or Web Slingers get up to twenty dollars. So say you rode Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland, hopped over to California Adventure, you only have one paid lightning lane left. So you would have to choose which of those you wanted to ride if you wanted to enter the lightning lane. So does that make sense? It's a little confusing. Basically, there's the free genie, 
Genie Plus, which gets you on those 19 attractions that I listed, and then there's paid individual lightning lanes that you can use two per day for the three most popular attractions, but there's still the standby line option. So it is a little confusing, but once you're there and you try it out, then it makes more sense. Okay, now here's the question I get all the time. Is Genie Plus worth the cost? And I have to tell you, it's a hard one for me to answer because what's worth it to me may not be worth it to you. Everybody's situation is so different. So when I'm there alone and it's just me, uh, the 20 extra dollars is worth it. But if I'm there with my family of six, 20 extra dollars per person per day, that adds up really fast. And I don't know if it's as worth it. So the attractions that are included, you get 19, which is essentially about you're paying a dollar per attraction, basically. But at Disneyland, you get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You get 12 lightning lanes at Disneyland that come with Genie Plus. At California Adventure, you get 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. You only get 7. Um, so you're paying $20 per day. If you were just at California Adventure, then you would get those seven and that's it if you weren't park hopping. So I think if you're trying to get the very most value out of it, then if you have a park hopper, that would make more sense because you could do all 19 attractions instead of just seven at California Adventure. Now, when I'm at California Adventure, I never have trouble going on basically everything when I'm there for a day. It's not like it's so crowded and there's so many attractions that there's things that I miss. If you get there for rope drop and you have a plan, you can ride all of these rides plus the other ones that aren't included without Genie Plus. And I mean, you may wait in line for a while here and there, but you're still, it's not like you're not going to be able to ride everything at California Adventure. Disneyland's a little more tricky because they have so many more attractions. So if it was me and I was with my family and we were just doing one park per day, I would maybe do it at Disneyland for a day. California Adventure, I might skip it just because I don't know if it's as valuable. If I was park hopping, maybe I would do it also so that we could experience everything. Um, but it's tricky to say. It's just kind of, if you hate waiting in line and it's like the worst thing in the world for you, then Genie Plus might be a good option. But if you're able to wait in lines, I mean, the lines haven't been that long, in my opinion, lately. So I feel like it's valuable, but it's not necessary. It's not one of those things that if you don't have Genie Plus, you're going to have a terrible Disney vacation. Disney is still inflating their wait times. I think they're wanting people to feel like the wait times are longer so they'll purchase Genie Plus when in reality they're usually about 15-ish minutes less than the posted wait time. Now if down the road I try Genie Plus with my family and I'm like this is the very best thing in the world. We can never go to Disneyland without Genie Plus again because it's life-changing. Um, I've come up with some strategies to help me fit it into our budget. So I've had people at Disneyland and California Adventure use it and then tell me 
we got done with so many things we felt like our last day of our trip was just kind of unnecessary because we'd already ridden everything and we'd done everything we wanted to do because lightning lane got us on the attraction so much faster so we felt like our extra our last day we didn't have a lot to do so my plan is if i decide that we want to use genie plus with our whole family on our next visit i think i will shorten our trip by one day so we'll get on probably the same amount of attractions if not more in the days that we have there but by taking off that additional day i'm paying for six less park tickets for that day i'm paying for one day less in a hotel i'm paying for one day less of food which with six people that adds up and that money that i save by skipping that extra day we can use to purchase genie plus so that's kind of my plan we'll actually probably save even more money honestly because a night in a hotel that adds up and six park tickets that adds up and oh my gosh the food we pay so much for food my kids eat a ton so that's kind of my plan is if I decide in the future to use it with my whole family we'll just take a shorter trip and use that money that we saved for Genie Plus but I haven't really decided because I still think you can have a really great trip without using Genie Plus that being said when I go by myself and it's only $20 because it's just me, I will for sure purchase it happily and go in those lightning lanes and have the best time ever. But when you have a whole family with you, it really does add up. So that's kind of my plan. That's where I've left it in my mind is that's how I'm going to handle it next time. But I do have more testing to do. So I'm going to I'm gonna wait and see. But keep that in mind. So if you really want to use Genie Plus then that might be a good option for you. Also, if you have small kids, I had um, somebody ask me that if she should be getting Genie Plus, but her kids were all under 40 inches, so they couldn't ride most of the Lightning Lane attractions anyway. So you have to take that into consideration too. If you have really tiny kids who can't ride on those attractions anyway, maybe getting Lightning Lane for everybody isn't the best option. Maybe you get it for two people and take turns watching kids and things like that. So there is some strategy involved in using it. So just be smart about it. But my bottom line is don't feel like it's something that you have to have to have a great vacation. All right, I did want to talk really quick about using Genie Plus efficiently if you are going to use it. If you're not using it, I still recommend getting there a rope drop being there early because that's the first two hours that's when you're going to have your shortest wait time so you're going to want to arrive early get stuff done in the mornings before the crowds arrive get the things that are most important to you that the lines are going to be longer later in the day check out my free itinerary because i update it every month i'm going to put a link to that in the show notes but if you're using genie plus you want to get the most out of your money right So if you are park hopping while using Genie Plus, I recommend getting there early and starting on your lightning lanes right away to whatever park you start at. If you're at California Adventure, start making your lightning lane reservations as soon as you enter the park and just make one after the other as soon as you ride them so that you're able to finish all those rides and park hop as soon as it's time so you can hit the next park and go on all of those rides. I really think that if you were park hopping and had lightning lane, you could hit all of those 19 attractions in one day. Probably no problem. I don't think it would even be hard 
to go and hit all those 19 attractions. So, but you're going to want to start early and get going on them right away. If you are only not park hopping, only not park hopping, oh my gosh. If you're only doing one park per day, that's what I'm trying to say. If you're only doing one park per day, I think your strategy needs to be a little different because say I'm at California Adventure, I have Genie Plus for the day, I get there at 8 a.m. right when they open, I could start making all of my Genie Plus reservations. I could do that and I would probably have ridden all seven attractions, you know, in three hours and then you have the rest of the day and the lines are getting long now. So if you go that route and start on all your Genie Plus at the beginning of the day, by the afternoon you're out of your lightning lane reservations and the lines are now long whereas in the morning the lines are very short so what i would do is i would go on non-lightning lane attractions first thing in the morning while the wait times are low or if there's things that you know you're going to want to ride more than once like maybe you're like we love guardians of the galaxy we're going to want to ride that lots of times we'll hit the standby line in the morning and ride it when the wait times are shorter and then when wait times start climbing in the afternoon then use your lightning lane to go on it when the lines are longer so that you're saving even more time. I think that's a more efficient way to do it is save your lightning lanes for later in the afternoon evening when the lines are getting longer and do standby in the morning when lines are shorter. So that's my two cents. Either way, I do recommend getting there 30 to 60 minutes early just so that you're there to take advantage of the low wait times. Okay, when I was there at um, Disneyland testing this out, then I made a bunch of stories on my Instagram and I saved them all to the highlights. So it, on my Instagram, I'll put a link in the show notes, but it says Genie Plus. They're in the highlights of my stories and you can go through and kind of see how my days went using Genie Plus. But I did like time wait times for you so you could see what the actual lightning lane was versus the posted wait time. So when I got there, I did Big Thunder. The posted wait time was 15 minutes. I waited five in the lightning lane. Um, I did Haunted Mansion. The posted wait time was 45 minutes. I did four minutes in the lightning lane. Indiana Jones, the wait time was 40 minutes. I waited 17. Matterhorn was 35 minutes. I waited seven. Let's see what else. Small World posted wait time was 50 minutes for the standby line. I waited five minutes. Buzz Lightyear was 25 minutes. I waited four. Space Mountain was 40 minutes. I waited five. What else? Okay, let's hop over to California Adventure. I went on Soarin'. The posted wait time was 10 minutes. I waited four. Guardians of the Galaxy posted wait time was 55 minutes. I waited 19. I purchased a lightning lane for Radiator Springs Racers for $12. The wait time for that was 55 minutes. I waited seven. Let's see, anything else? Oh, Goofy Sky School posted wait time was 25 minutes. I waited three with lightning lane. So I put all of this in my stories plus a lot more explanation where I'm talking about how it works. I show some of the app a little bit. Um, Monsters Inc. posted wait time was 35 minutes. Lightning Lane was three. So you can see how much time it's actually saving you. Um, I did feel like wait times were low on the day that I was there. So I didn't feel like wait times were crazy 
Anyway, so could I have waited 25 minutes for Monsters, Inc.? Absolutely, and it wouldn't have been bad. It probably wouldn't have even been 25 minutes. But waiting the extra short time was pretty nice. Okay, last thing I want to talk about is some of the most frequently asked questions that I get about Genie Plus. So people have asked me, do Genie Plus attractions sell out? And they can run out later in the day, especially for the more popular things like Space Mountain or Indiana Jones. Not every day will they run out, but some days they will as it gets later into the evening. So if that's something that's important to you and you want to make sure you ride them, I would make sure that maybe though that's one of the first ones that you pick maybe in the earlier afternoon so that you make sure that you get those in. I keep getting questions about the virtual queues for Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers. Those are no longer happening. Virtual queues are over, they're gone, and now the only way to ride Rise of the Resistance or Web Slingers is to use the standby line or pay to enter the lightning lane, pay extra. This is between $7 and $20 like we talked about. Um, I actually am really glad that the reservations are gone or the virtual queues, I mean, are gone. I had a terrible time getting them and I always felt really bad for people who couldn't get one. And lots of people don't visit Disneyland every month or every year or even every few years. There's some people who travel a long distance to get there and are really excited about riding Rise of the Resistance or Web Slingers. And to not be able to get a virtual boarding group is pretty devastating and upsetting. And I always felt so bad for those people. So I'm glad that it's over and now they have the option to wait in the standby line. And if they choose not to wait in the standby line and want to pay extra for Lightning Lane, they can do that too. I just love that it's an option now to wait in the standby line because it broke my heart when I would hear of these poor people who weren't able to get a reservation and that was the number one thing on their list to experience. All right, this question is, can I buy Genie Plus the same day I visit Disneyland? Yes, you can add it on at any time. You can even add it in the evening if you wanted. If you at 6 p.m. were like, you know what, I do want Genie Plus. Guess what? You can add it right then and there. If you are visiting for a special after hours event like Marius Nights, even though Marius Nights is over, let's just say you're visiting for Marius Nights and you get into the park at five, but Marius Nights doesn't start until eight, you can add Genie Plus for those three hours before the party starts and use it then as well. I do have a whole post on my website that talks all about Genie Plus. And I talk about the pros and the cons and what rides are included and all of that. And I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes as well. So you can go back and reference that if you have any questions. I'm also happy to answer questions. If you have any, please let me know. I'm happy to answer them. I'm here to help. You can send me a DM through social media. Um, I have lots more Genie Plus testing planned. So I'm going to get there hopefully early January and do more testing and kind of compare it to the standby lines and to regular genie and things like that and see how valuable it really is. And like I said, the value kind of depends on the person. So keep that in mind, but bottom line is you can have a great time with or without it. So don't feel like it's essential. 
All right. I hope this was helpful to you. Please let me know if there's any way I can help with your vacation, with your next Disney trip. I love answering questions. I am here to help. Also, check out the link in my show notes for all the things I talked about. And don't forget to enter my giveaway. It's just for you, just for my podcast listeners, because I love you guys so much. I really appreciate you being here. And leave me a review. Leave me a review and you could win a candle. You guys are the best. All right, I will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.